Greetings, champion parents. Welcome back to Mommy Talk. As always, we are here to share information and resources to inspire positive parental engagement. I really like that positive parental engagement. Ladies, snap with me. All right. We are real, relatable, and right on time. I am Dr. Pert. We have Miss Lisa and Miss April. Hi. Come talk to us by email and any of our social media platforms and let us know what you think and be real. We are excited to have champion parents and champion wife, Hawa Massacoy Carter. That Hi. name just flows. Woo! Hi, everybody. Hi. Yeah, she is here with us today to share some awesome opportunities with us. As a program director from Volunteers of America, she will discuss the HPOG grant, which stands for Health Profession Opportunity Grant through Volunteers of America. Welcome. Thank you so much. Well, I wish I were a director, but I'm not. But I am one of the, I guess, services navigator or community liaison that shares information about the program. And I really enjoy the opportunity to do that whenever we get a chance. So thank you for this great opportunity to share about HPOC. So uh, you want me to start sharing information? I have the presentation. Oh, no, 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 not yet. But we're okay, appreciate you. Okay. You ready to take off. <laughs> We appreciate that. So can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, Ms. Howell? Okay, well, I am a native Detroiter, born and raised Detroit, West Side, uh, went to school in Tuskegee, Alabama, and Tuskegee, and a graduate of Tuskegee, and I got a master's in organizational management, HR, and I'm a mom, wife, and I enjoy helping those in the community. Uh, uh, I really, I had a, a varied background. I worked in retail, HR, so now I'm in the nonprofit sector. So it's really a great opportunity to connect with so many great people in the work that I do right now. So I enjoy sharing. So is that an HBCU you went to? Yes, yes HBCU. Hey, I went to Alabama State. Okay, we, we, all in the same, it's love, because we used to, uh, big love, love. wait a minute, look where I went to. Well, I can't see, where does it say? <laughs> she taking too long, I went to Central State University. <laughs> <laughs> all right, HBCUs matter, I love HBCUs. Yes, the best, the best. Great. Uh, Are you showing us, Miss April? Uh, I saw her, you ain't see, look. <laughs> like a whole okay, that's grad, so that's for Norfolk State. Okay, Norfolk State. Okay, that's good. So definitely, yeah. HBCU. I love being out, being there. Met my husband there, so it's just crazy. You know, I met a like a lot of lifelong friends there as well. So I really, uh, I'm glad I was able to go to Tuskegee and come back. And you know what? Thank you for pointing that out. Uh, that is something that I love about HBCUs is that, you know, it's a family feel. It's nothing but family love. You know, I absolutely love my Central State uh, right. family. So I, I definitely agree with you there. Yes, definitely. And you also get a high quality education. Yes, you do. I got my skills from Alabama State. I know that's right. Amen. I love oh. it. Yeah, because we had the best professors. I mean, 
professors from all over the world. We met, we have friends from all over the world, all over the country, places you wouldn't even think of. I, you know, I had a, yeah. one of my girl classmates, she was from Colorado. I'm like, black people live mm-hmm. in it? <laughs> right. So, you come all the way from Tuskegee. So, to Tuskegee. So I'm glad, I, again, I had the opportunity to go away. Yeah, yeah it really um, opened my eyes. You know, you so get used to, when you grew up in Detroit, you get used to Detroit. Yes. But I preach it to for being able to go to Virginia because it gave me a, a different perspective um, and gave me a different outlook. And then, of course, you know, surrounded by people that are like me and look like me and can support me. That was just the most important thing. So, um, Ms. Howard, what is the daily schedule like for you as a champion parent? Well, uh, I, clock in at, I clock in a little bit later than most. I clock in at nine. So I work from nine to 5.30 every day since we've been teleworking. So it's just been hard trying to navigate. I have one daughter. She's a middle schooler. So, you know, hormones. And I don't want to keep, like right now, she's upset because she wants to get on the TV and, and watch something. And it's like she need a break. So we just got to make sure we monitor that. And it's kind of both navigate watching, doing what we need to do for work and then helping her because it's been a challenge. I mean, we only got one child, but I can only imagine what it's like for others who have multiple kids or don't necessarily have a support uh, with that. You know, someone to tell you to go in there and get on a computer and log into school. Some kids don't have that. So I'm appreciative of my husband because he's doing that while I'm able to do what I need to do for work. Cause I mean, we're in the house, but I'm just saying he just, cause that's his background education. So he's able to, you know, help her keep her on task while I'm doing right this right now for, for work. So awesome. Yeah. Like some dream work. Definitely. Yeah. I know you got a wonderful presentation. You're ready to share. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So let me, uh, Share the screen real quick. So champion parents, while we are waiting on Ms. Howard to uh, load up the presentation, uh, please do not forget to share, um, type your comments in the comment section. If you have any questions, we are so excited to answer the questions. So come on in y'all, ask those questions. Can y'all see me right now? Can y'all see my screen? No. Hold on one second. Yeah, and this is exciting because I never heard about the health profession um, opportunity grant. So I think our listeners um, will get a lot of information regarding this grant through Volunteers of America. Okay, so now you see it. Okay, yep. All right. So this is what I do every day. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, well, it's another, my colleague, we both share responsibilities and sharing information with a lot of people in the community. Our job is to connect with a lot of nonprofits and other social service agencies and sharing information about how we can help those who may benefit from this great opportunity. So HPOG is the first step in a career in healthcare. We pay for healthcare training. So that's what I say, and this is what I'm gonna talk about. Uh, So your first step, in the career in healthcare. We pay for healthcare training and assist with employment. Here's what we offer. We offer training options. We offer certified nurse assistant, medical assistant, patient care technician, phlebotomy technician, EKG technician, and many more training options like uh, medical billing and coding, medical office specialist, 
And then those who get into our program, they can take multiple training programs. So that way they can stack their credentials and help them transition to a career employment. So that's the goal. Uh, the target audience is those who receive food and cash assistance and live in Wayne County. So if they meet those criteria, we able to assist them in getting into the program. So what's the age, how old? 18 years older. 18. Mm -hmm. yep. So we, uh, we pay for their state examining licenses. We offer career readiness workshops in office interview session with featured employers. We have uh, partnerships with Henry Ford Health System, Sienna Healthcare and many more. So mm -hmm. does anyone have any questions where they see themselves in healthcare from our audience? If they see themselves in working in healthcare? That's one of the questions that I asked. Um, I know that I heard, um, I was talking to a parent earlier and, okay. uh, and I think you had mentioned this at uh, what point, uh, talking about, uh, what was it, lobotomy? And then there was some other Lobotomy. Uh, is there, right, is there are specific uh, areas that um, this grant is uh, geared toward? So really, we try. There are entry level positions in healthcare. So okay. they basically, you don't necessarily have to have any experience. So like a CNA, certified nurse assistant. I mean, they may have different names of the direct care worker. So those are positions that we, those who may not have any experience, who want to get into healthcare. And really, the goal is to get them off of food and cash and help change lives because we want to end generational poverty. That's the whole, the biggest thing for this grant is to help end generational poverty because a lot of times, you know, going to school is very expensive. So, yeah. you know, so basically the employees that we work with are Henry Ford Health System, Sienna Healthcare, ACR Medicare, and many more employers. So okay. here's how you qualify. So HPOG, you'd be 18 years older, you live in Wayne County, receive food or cash assistance, so a SNAP or TANF benefits, mm -hmm. a Michigan background check, uh, be a U.S. citizen, a permanent resident. And so I want to ask real quick, uh, because you said I uh, received food or cash assistance, and so that is the SNAP program and the SNAP for TANF, uh, those. Yeah, yeah. So SNAP or TANF, and they have to be, they have to receive a notice of case action form uh, okay. that shows that they have those benefits because we have to verify it. Uh, long okay. as they have those benefits at the time of enrollment, they're eligible. So it doesn't matter if they get $2 for SNAP benefits, as long as they're mm -hmm. eligible at the time that they are enrolled, they are eligible for our grant. And I just wanted to uh, point out for our listeners again that the SNAP program was the initiative that uh, Governor Whitmer uh, began during the COVID-19 um, to assist our uh, kids who were uh, school age, what was it, from 5 to 18 years old. It's a temporary uh, grant, um, but still, you know, even in like uh, Ms. Howard said, you still would qualify even if you receive that. And if they're military uh, or show proof of their military uh, status, they are, you know, eligible as well. So these are so the they're military, but do not receive food assistance, they still qualify or do they have to have both? That's a great question. Okay, now, so they, then we'll table that and, and note that yeah, for later. That's a great question. Yeah, that's table that. Okay. So any questions so far about anything I've said? No, I think this is wonderful and definitely well needed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
And then this is one of our participants. So this is Kaylin uh, Langray and HPOG was one of her biggest cheerleaders because sometimes a lot of people that I interact with, they may not hear anything positive from anyone. And, and, and you know, when they get in, it's life-changing because some, I mean, I remember a young lady, I you know, I gave her information and she just was crying. She's like, I never won anything. I never got anything. She couldn't believe that this was really real. I mean, this is real. I mean, if you qualify, yeah. you get in. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's an excellent opportunity and it doesn't seem like you have to go through a red tape to get to it, you know. It's really, I mean, I mean, really usually this process is a lot simple. So the first thing is that when they come to our orientation, they have to fill out a pre-screen, which gives us consent to do a background check. And once they do the background check, it'll take about a week or so for processing. And they can't have felonies because working in healthcare, you can't have felony. And then some misdemeanors may disqualify them because of, you know, working with sensitive information, like, you know, like fraudulent activities, anything like assault that may disqualify them. But if they don't have any felonies or misdemeanors, it's a smooth transition. I mean, if something was, if they had an expunged record, they still can qualify because their record is expunged. So. Mm -hmm. It, um, and then once they do that, they'll be contacted by our next team, which is the employment specialist team, and they'll do an eligibility meeting via Zoom. And then at that meeting, they'll find out if they get into TNT. So TNT means they get the funding from us to get the grant for their healthcare training. Wow. And if they don't get a T, they get a C. Now C means that they didn't get the random, it's because it's a random selection process. So it's no, no guarantee they'll get the funding, but they have a 70% chance of getting a funding from us. So that 30%, uh, we usually, you know, circle them back to other resources like Michigan Works to get, see if they have money for, or grants for our school. But when they get in, they have a 70% chance. That's great to me to That's get awesome. someone to pay for your school. And then you can take more than three to take up to three trainings at different times so once they oh, complete wow. their training uh work 90 days they can do another one and where so, are the trainings held okay uh at the, we have training providers that we have partnerships with wayne county community college uh dorsey school abbott uh abbott and southfield healthcare okay. solutions career group quality healthcare training uh, helping hands for CNAs, nurses, and phlebotomy express. So those are, they spread out throughout Wayne County. Oh, and Marosa School of Phlebotomy. So depending on where they live, east or west, we try to tell them to go to those schools in that area so they can get there in a timely manner. Uh, oh, cool. So once they start the training, we're there to support them every step of the way. They graduate from our program and then we try help them get into employment. So that's another piece that we do is we connect. I connect with so many different employers and then they do on the spot interviews at our office or, or you know, via Zoom, I guess now. And, and then, uh, you know, I mean, really, it's a simple process. They just got to do the work and be on time. Right. This is so great. So I just want to know, are those individuals, can you go back? Yeah, to the sure. website. Yeah. Those individuals who are um posted on the slide, do they provide the training? Which one? <laughs> no, which one? Miss T and all those guys there. No, we just put they, they are part of T. T all their names start with T. So because ah, they redid our uh slide because they wanted to make it more appealing. Cause it was, you know, it was a I'm just 
playing. I just, I, no, yeah, it's, I just cool. it's cool, but that's Team T. So Mr. T, Ice T, and T.I., so they're part of Team T, and it's to emphasize that you're going to be a part of Team T, too, once you get into our training. Oh, Excuse cool. me. So our class is held um, on campus now um, due to the COVID? Yes. A lot of the uh, providers are open. They are considered essential workers, so they want people to, to, to enroll. So that's just, you know, they have classes uh, all the time. Like once we got the word uh, that they were open, we started, we had to set up differently, do our Zoom presentations. So a lot of the, they, they can, they, once they come to our orientation, we'll get them enrolled in class. So it's a rolling enrollment. So they don't have to wait. Okay. As long as they come, wow. in, come to our orientation, do what they do, do their job and get the paperwork in and meet the meeting. We're, we're quick. It's really a two to three week turnaround. It's not that, it's not that long that they get in. I mean, it's really fast. So, just want to be. You want, we want to help people change their lives. That's the whole goal. Definitely, and that's, and that's cool. That's really good. I pity the fool who doesn't sign up. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> and then once they attend and finish training, you know, they have to do their part. Time management is necessary. Uh, they want to try to keep us in the loop. Let us know about that they completed their training. Show proof of employment. Update us. And again, we're here to support them because everybody in this presentation are participants in our program. So, and then this is how, what they need to do. They need to bring their photo ID, driver's license, proof that they receive food or cash uh, to their Zoom eligibility meeting. And then from there, they need, we need to have a notice of case action form. So they need to show that they either have this form or have an account with Enbridges to show that they receive food or cash assistance. And uh, they, that's it, really. Any questions or anything like that, ladies? I'm just going to say, this is just, I mean, it's, it's an awesome um, opportunity, especially when you think of now and uh, the things that people are going through and people um, who are in dead-end jobs. And this is an opportunity to uh, change your route, you know, to do something different. Definitely. Yeah. So we have a listener who wants to know, um, do you have any accommodations uh, for people with disabilities? That's a great question. A lot of schools do offer accommodation for people with disabilities. Mm -hmm. Interested in a particular program? Uh, they didn't say. They just asked about accommodations. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah. Because we don't, because most of the schools are really uh, great at accommodating all the students if they need some accommodations. Mm -hmm. Great at that. So, and this is uh, my contact information if they, you know, want to email me or attend our orientation. I, I shared the link with uh, Lisa so they can register online for our virtual orientations. We host them every uh, week. So tomorrow we don't do them, but Wednesday at three thirty to four thirty. Uh, Thursday 11 to 12 and then on Friday 2 to 3 so my colleague and I alternate I do too and he does too and we just want to change lives to help people uh, get into the H5 program nice wonderful stop string here and so um, somebody just wrote in um, I am a working uh, mom so how can this program fit into my schedule? That's a great question. She's got a, if she's able to go to school during the day, 
or at night because a lot of our training providers have classes during the day or in the evening. So it depends on her schedule and how she would want to go about getting the training. Oh, sounds good. I All hope right, that so answers your question. Schedule. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. This was okay, very so good information. Nice, uh, yeah, because I have a. Uh, yeah, so can you provide your follow up or your followings for the viewers? I know you just gave your information. Let me put, it, let me put it back. I'm sorry if I took it off. Uh huh. Let me put it back. Well, yeah, maybe just a quick so they okay. can make sure they get it. Yeah. Okay, there yep. it is. You see it? Yep. Yeah, so to make sure people can, you know, make sure they have it because it's definitely beneficial and it's definitely beneficial even now, you know, um, for students or um, residents to partake in this program. So 18 years and older, I mean, there's no age limit. We have participants in the program that's 60, 70, some is, you know, young as 18, 19. So, mm -hmm. you know, everybody doesn't necessarily know where they want to go to school, but, you know, once they do, this is an opportunity for them to get that healthcare training paid for free. Right. So how, um, I'm not sure if you answered this or not, and, and please forgive me if you did already answer it, but how old uh, is this program or how new? Well, it's been around since it started under the Affordable Health Care Act uh, through 2015. So it started, they had HPOG 1.0 and started in 2010. So this grant is this going into the fifth year. So we've been around five years. Okay. So that we okay. got an extension in March for another year, and we hope to do you know more work. It'll be more longer because at at some point we did offer LPN and RN yeah. dental hygienist trainings, but because we are we just got extension, we we had to kind of scale back and just do trainings that are that are year or less. So okay. I mean, those who were getting the program prior to you know 2019, they uh you know, got to take advantage of being an LPN and RN. So, which was wow. great. We didn't pay for the whole thing, but it was some of it. We paid for some of it. So it's, okay. it's still a great opportunity for somebody to pay $8,000 of your bill to go to, to, to LPN school. I mean, you know, because it's, it's very costly. So HPOG did a, helped a lot of people. I remember attending a graduation for Dorsey uh, last year. So I saw how many students that benefited from that, we had a graduation recently of a student. She got her RN. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it, it, if they do the work, follow up, I mean, they can take advantage of this great opportunity. So. That's great. Miss Howe, Massacoy. Yeah. I like that name. I just like the way Howe plays. But one of our um, champion parents uh, wrote, how long does it take someone to graduate and is the program self-paced? Uh, I mean, depending on what training they want to do, some trainings like say CNA is two weeks. It depends on what training provider you go to. It could be from two weeks to four weeks. Uh, some it's one of our trainings that like they have CNA at Abbott it may be longer so some people need that you know that they don't meet every day like the other ones that that are two weeks they meet every day and they meet for like maybe four or five hours but it's a lot of information so it depends on where what you want what program we'll try to find that particular you know school that benefit that will help you where you are and how you want to learn the information too. 
Sounds good. Does any of the programs, um, are they a year long? Do they take a year long to graduate or, or they're we less have, than a year? Yeah, less than a year. So the, I think the maximum uh, pharmacy tech may be 10, three semesters. We do pharmacy tech. I didn't probably mention that. Pharmacy technician, uh, central service technician. So those who, you know, those who are uh, helping, uh, working with the utensils, like yeah, equipment in the operating room. So that's a great program too. Mm. But a couple of those, they need to take a prerequisite that we don't pay for, but it's an intro class. So we let them know once they can get into the program that we don't pay for that one. But other than that, we pay for pretty much everything we offer, you know, we pay for their school supplies, books, you know, supplemental stuff. So if they need anything, we pay for it at the really. So it's a grant. And so I have a question. I have a question, Howard. Yeah. Um, and this is a little more personal. Like, how long have you been? Have you been involved with uh, with this or or the likes okay. of it? I started with them in 2019 because I worked mm -hmm. at HR before that. So I wanted to work in the nonprofit sector because I really felt that you know. I was helping people, but not in the capacity in which I wanted to. Uh, so I, I feel like because I enjoy going out the community, connecting with people, this is an opportunity for me to do that. So it was a, it was a, a I didn't apply for actually a case management position there, but one of the, the persons who did my interview, she said, well, no, I see you out in the community connecting with people. And, and that's what I've been doing. So we, we've been really good about Make, getting our numbers, making sure we get the word out about the program, because it's really great. And once people know about it, they don't believe it, but it's really true. It's, it's really the best kept secrets I've found out. I mean, because once people get in, the process is really fast, because we are really trying try, try to make sure the process goes fast so no one has to wait, you know. Yeah. So they come into our orientation, they have to do the work too and turn in the paperwork, but we make sure we turn it in, we have a fast turnaround. So we try to work with people. I mean, I mean, we want to help. We just want to help because we want to get them enrolled. Sounds and you know, good. and that's why I asked you that question because you know, when we talk about careers and uh, things that we love to do, we have to some kind of way um, connect to uh, what we're doing, um, which would you know, we have it gives us passion, which means that we'll do a great job. We're excited about it. You know, so, um, yeah, I, I was just trying to get to the bottom of things and see why I you're doing it. Yeah, you know. I mean, I had worked, you know, again, I worked in HR. I thought I was going to stay there. It was just, you know, it's one of those things I was like, let me try this. You know, you know how you sometimes your life or God put something on your heart because a leap of faith, you know, leap of faith. And then I, I will always know information. I always try to find, help people find information. If I didn't know it, I'll find it for mm -hmm. them. So that's pretty much what I kind of do too still in this role. I just kind of connect people with information and resources. Like a lot of people call it, we're not doing RN, but I found a grant that they can benefit from through the CARES Act uh, that can help if they connect with their school, is money available out there. So just gotta be diligent and find it really because it's, it's resources available because of unfortunate of COVID, but is some doors have opened up for a lot of other things. So we just need to take advantage of that and just be, you know, be prayerful and be diligent and try to help each other really. Cause that's what we're here for to help each other. Yeah. I like that. So we have another question. Okay. Someone, someone wrote in and said, once graduated, does HPOC provide nurse uniforms as a gift? 
No, we give them nurse uniforms while they're in school. Good. Okay. We pay for that. We, we, you know, we have contracts with different uh, suppliers and they give them, I'm not sure how many, but that's something that an employment specialist usually does, but they do pay for their supplies and, um, and their uniforms. Yep. And that's good because, you know, uh, just looking at it as a parent, you know, uniforms can become very expensive. So I'm sure those nurses uniforms become expensive. And I know somebody, somebody probably just like, you know, our champion listener just wrote in, you know, that probably will prevent somebody from signing up like, oh, right. I might have to purchase a uniform, you know, so no, the program is really free. They provide the resources for you all. So they don't want, it's, it's, it's no barriers to the program. No barriers, not at all. Okay. Only thing I think that's more challenging for people now is that they don't, sometimes they're not really comfortable doing this technology because we are, we are kind of forced to be in this space where we can't go to connect yeah. with people in our offices. So that may be a little bit intimidating to people, but once they see how easy it is, they're like, hopefully they, they see that it's easy to connect, but if they need help, they can always ask, we're here to help. So, cause I had a couple of people ask me, I can't get to this Zoom, I can't do this. I said, just be patient, I'll call you and I'll just walk you through the process. So. that's good that's that's really good so are you basically saying failing is not an option in the program no no not at all because it's healthcare, and, and they you know in healthcare is really uh stringent i would say to get uh uh into the healthcare field yeah but misdemeanors don't disqualify though misdemeanors don't disqualify but it's depending on which one it is like if they mm -hmm. you know something that like assault or anything like dealing with fraudulent activities, anything like that. Cause I know we had a, a couple of people that may have come in and it was hard for them to get employment. They, you know, they, that was a considered misdemeanor but they weren't able to get employed after they got the training. So we had to get a little bit more, uh, I guess, restrictive as to what misdemeanors we will and will not accept. And that's understandable. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for sharing this information. This is truly valuable for those uh, in the community. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me share it because I'm glad because this is something that I do all the time. So mm -hmm. yeah, definitely it's an opportunity to share it. Definitely. We definitely appreciate you for coming and spending your time here with Mommy Talk. And also providing, like I said, the information is just overwhelming. It's really overwhelming in a good way, I guess. I guess it's just good information, I would say. Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's free. And I, again, if I didn't work here, I wouldn't have known either, to be honest with you. Wow. It's, it's, it's right, we're right here. We located, our office is right there in the New Center One building. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where we're located. So once hopefully all this COVID releases, I mean, we, they can come in and, you know, or to come virtually okay. connect with us either way, because we're here yeah. to help. And my number is available right there. And uh, I look forward to seeing people and share information about H5. Yes, come on, champion parents. Go ahead. Apply. Yes. Apply. So I can always uh, share some flyers with you ladies too, you know, about the, like the different trainings in detail a little bit. I can okay, share Because cool. yeah. normally it's in our presentation, but they, uh, they change it up to, to make it more appealing. They had Mr. T's on there, so I had <laughs> Change it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. It was definitely informative. Okay.
Thank you. Lisa. Okay. So do you have any, um, you have any final thoughts, final thoughts of inspiration for, uh, for our champion parents? All I can say is God, I mean, just like today I was sharing with uh, them earlier, how, you know, I'm trying to do what I'm doing. And then someone comes in and takes my money. Like I had my debit card and I wasn't even, I didn't even go anywhere yesterday. Somebody took $340 from me out of mm. my account. So, you know, I just, I look at it. Yeah, I was upset, but you know, I say, okay, thank you, Lord. Because if I didn't call because of something else happened, I would have been, I would have never known. And it would have took all my You may not have known. It, may, it would took all my So I had to look at it from that perspective. It's a, I know the days look bleak sometimes for a lot of us, but we have to just hang on and stay faithful and encouraging because we are in this together. We are not alone. So I know people think they are alone in situations, but you're not. You're not by yourself. Everybody's grass ain't all green. And mm. you know, we have to realize that, you know, it's, it's not going to be, it's not going to last forever. Because mm -hmm. trouble don't last forever. It's only temporary. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like how you said that, you know, you got to be more optimistic and, and take the yeah. silver lining and focus on that. Because if you focus on a negative, that will perpetuate. So you exactly. focus it's, on the positive. It's, it's energy and it's, and it's evil. I mean, once you let it fester and, you know, let it boil, it could go to something else. And people get sick from being like holding on to stuff. You got to let stuff go. Yes. And that every day. Let stuff go and let God, because God is here. And because we all are here, because we ain't, he ain't done with us yet. We've yeah. got a purpose, and that's why we're here. Definitely. Well, we're here, you know? Ooh, okay, well, church, well, uh, Howard, thank you so much. You know, I've, I've gotten so much uh, out of everything um, that yeah. you shared with us today. Um, so I have this thing, and um, I'm going to keep saying it till it catches on, but it's uh, be the giver of what you need. Uh, many times in life, we are looking and searching for what is already within us. And so we must use that power uh, to provide uh, what we need, because in providing what we need, we're helping other people out. So sometimes we have to look within ourselves and, and search for what we need. And we have to understand that the questions that you have, somebody else may have those questions. Uh, so let us continue to work and unite and share as many resources as possible. Don't be selfish, good people. Uplift somebody today and be the giver of what you need. Amen. <laughs> so, yes, so thank you, champion parents. Thank you again, Ms. Hawa. Again, you have offered us uh, much information. Um, you've given us a lot to share. Uh, thank you all for tuning in with Mommy Talk. Continue, please, to visit our website and give us feedback. Um, next time, next week, we'll be discussing uh, teaching opportunities with our guest, Miss Ebony Bagley. So, uh, anyway, be safe, be well, wear those masks, right. fill out your senses. Bye. Bye. Thank you, ladies. <laughs> Wait, before we go, uh, Miss uh, Howard, can you tell us uh, what other colors can grass be? <laughs> She's the comedian. I don't know, April. Christina. <laughs> that's Dr. Burke. That's Christina. <laughs> Christina, I'm sorry. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you gonna have to um end the live? Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, oh no, you're fine. I'm I'm sitting up here looking for I'm like, oh I forgot. Boom. <laughs>
And how do I do it? Do I need this one? It could be brown. It could be blue. It could be any color you want to be. How about that? Yes, any color any you color want you it want to be. Oh, we got a poem going here. <laughs> any color you want to be, because I'm glad I'm, it's starting to get a little green. So any color you want. To be. Yes. 